0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Lee Cantor here with Stone Payton, another episode of ATDC Radio. And Stone, this will be a fun one. Hey, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast CEO and founder with agency spotter, Mr. Brian
1: Rajinzik, how are you, man? Doing great today.
0: Now, um, Brian, just so you know, this is our third episode of the day here at ATDC, and in every episode, somebody formerly worked at Coca Cola. Can you explain that? <laughs> 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 what is going on here?
1: That's that's a, full of entre- entrepreneurs, I suppose.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really. He would not think that, but uh, so tell us about Agency Spotter. How are you serving folks?
1: Yeah, we really do two things. One. Um, for for those of you that are younger than I am, uh, we say we're like match.com for marketers and agencies. We basically connect people using client reviews and other things to help them make better decisions. The second thing we do, we've just launched more of an enterprise product that helps the largest companies in the world better manage their roster of agencies. So think of large companies, 100, 200 people, or it's 100 to 200 agencies, maybe 1,000 agencies, and they don't have a way to search and manage those agencies. We basically provide that solution.
0: So there's an enterprise out there, and they might have a digital agency. They might have a branding agency. They might have just a, a specialty boutique agencies or even large agencies that have sub-agencies under them, and mm-hmm. they lose track. Yeah, I mean,
1: basically. Uh,
0: <laughs> they don't know what one's doing one Right, somebody doesn't holistically know that, everything that's going on.
1: Yeah, there's no no way to even you know search them really. Um, so if you think about um, Coca-Cola, for example, you know there's over three thousand agency market agencies, marketers, agency um, digital agency players in the in the space around the globe, and that's people from you know everywhere in the U.S., all the way you know in China and really anywhere in between. We're helping them bring bring that to life and, and make it makes sense. Um, So you know who to choose for what, what they're great at, the agencies that are underperforming, you can identify it and make make decisions around that.
0: And then could you also leverage kind of their work so that like the person in Asia might be doing great work, but I want to use it in, you know, in Europe?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, definitely being able to see and have visibility into what's happening um, around the globe is is an aspect of it. Um, Also just knowing who has worked with this agency? When I was uh, at other other companies, other large companies, and also consulting with companies like General Motors, I realized that there were a lot of times when people were looking for new agencies and you didn't know, you got a, you got a list, maybe a spreadsheet from procurement, names on a spreadsheet. Right. Who trusts those? <laughs> right. right. Like, I don't know anything about this agency, right. who's working with them, how good are they? And all that context has been missing from the conversation for a long time. And we're bringing that to bear.
0: And then so now you're giving them kind of a portal or like, what is the the thing that you're bringing to bear?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's an online platform that's private for those larger brands and basically lets them log in, single sign on and see, you know, in their across their roster of agencies who, you know, who's doing good work, Um, maybe they're doing a custom search. They're looking for a direct marketing or a branding agency and they realize, Hey, there's five different agencies here that I know someone at my own company that has worked with them.
0: Right. So I can call them.
1: I can call them. I can have a conversation and bring the word of mouth back to the decision making. Um, for a long time now word of mouth has kind of been dead. Um, all the agencies will tell you they find their clients find Mm -hmm. them because they, um, it's all word-of-mouth referral stuff. But when you ask their clients, it's actually not the case. They're all, they're all online looking, <laughs> right. and they're trying to find somebody they know that knows this agency that they already found online, right, right. on Agency so, spotter or, or somewhere else, right?
0: So now when I'm searching and I'm the enterprise and I'm looking through the agencies and say I need somebody um, that's a good at food styling or menu boards or something like that, right? Sure. So now I can search for those keywords and it'll pop up like the 10 maybe that we're using around the globe and then I can kind of drill down and kind of get a feel for some of their work of this is how we use them. Like, is it, is it that robust? Um, it is that robust. Uh,
1: and, you know, you can definitely use tags. You can also, we have pre-established kind of service areas for mm-hmm. depending on the company and their landscape um, and how complex it is. You can also look at, you know, who... Um, if it was adidas for example who has worked in you know the um fifa or who has worked in you know world cup you know different things like that um to understand what exposure do these agencies have what have we been spending with them how you know how do i make a decision on are they the right fit
0: now um so this was a new initiative was this driven by your client saying that i wish we had this how did this come about
1: Really two things. I mean, when we first set out with the company six years ago, we always thought there was a problem. Um, my, myself and my co-founder both came from the big brand space, and we saw that there was a need to search internally for agencies from day one. Right. We also realized that...
0: And there was be, a frustration.
1: Yeah, in, internally, yeah. There was a frustration there. We talked to hundreds of different people at small, medium, and large brands. Uh, and then there was also this frustration of when you know, you don't want to use with somebody internal that's already approved. How do you find them? Right. right. Those two things. And Cause so sometimes we...
0: that's the case, right? Where there's a, a list of a handful of approved vendors. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so early on, we talked to several big companies about building what we now have built um, for the enterprise kind of, um, you know, companies who have a hundred, a 1, thousand, 3000 agencies. And, we realized when we first were starting, it wasn't the right move for us to go there first. Mm-hmm. We really needed to establish ourselves in the, in the space with the, just the agency space yeah, and, and that's the the where the
0: agency searcher, agency spotter. Yes. Is, that's the bread and butter, right?
1: Yeah. That, that's been our core product. Um, and then we've, now we're much more mature. We have the relationships with the brands. All these big brands are already using our public platform, So mm-hmm. they already know about us. And we actually show them some of the agencies that are say they work with them on the public platform. So it's another avenue. It's kind of a hook for us in terms of understanding, you know, the land, a glimpse into the landscape, and then we can uh, kind of peel back the layers and and then
0: say, look, we can do the look. Just on this side, you're getting a feel for it, but we can really give you a deep dive. If you want, and you really understand the real landscape.
1: Exactly. So many CMOs, when you ask them how many agencies does your, you know.
0: Do if, they even know? They, they don't, don't know. know.
1: They don't right? know. They'll name, maybe they'll name the, the agencies that are their agency of record. record right. But they don't really have, a, have a, a sense of the hundreds or thousands that might be <laughs> in play.
0: Was that the first time you did a kind of a deep dive and told them that number? Did their head explode?
1: <laughs> there are definitely times <laughs> when that's happened um, in talking to different Different executives. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an eye opener. And it's also the complexity, even if you're not at a big company, the complexity of the agency world has really exploded. It used to be back in the Mad Men days, right? It was,
0: right. you hands-on. know, you had
1: one or two agencies, right? right? And now, I mean, even a, you know, a, not even a billion dollar brand might have 11 agencies of record right one for digital one for advertising all you know, all these right. different you know pr all these different service areas and so the landscape has gotten complex there's over in the us alone the conservative estimates put the number of agencies at 60,000 we believe the way we measure it it's closer to 100,000 just in the us
0: well how are you defining agency is agency the person who used to work for that agency and now set up their own shop and they call themselves an agency.
1: I mean, you see that happen. Even if some of the big, big, you know, the Ogilvies of the world, for example, you see creative directors reach a ceiling, and they go and open a new shop, and that hap- that's been happening for the last ten years, and at an exponential rate. Right. And now they they really are legitimate twenty thirty some in some cases you know five hundred people agencies. Um,
0: but they started out with them, them, and then and maybe they pulled one client from. big agency and then yeah
1: i mean you know things happen in all different all different ways but you know they they usually would jump ship with maybe somebody on biz dev right on the biz dev side to help grow grow things and once they're two people with a vision to create an agency and they've been around for you know a year, and they have a relationship
0: with the client a lot or that group subgroup within the client
1: yeah and they're usually well respected a lot of especially the bigger agencies um have been in the business of you know winning awards, right? Right, and so you get your name out there as a creative director, an art director, any anything like that, and you know it's relatively easy to start pulling in clients.
0: And then, um, so as agent, agency spotter has grown, at first the challenge, I guess, was like, who are you? What do you do? Kind of problem, right? And sure. then now that you've been more mature in this marketplace, and then the growth uh, occurs how soon was it when you realized like okay what are we gonna do what more can we do
1: that's a good question i think when we were first growing um we saw that there was there was a tipping point maybe it was two and a half years ago where we went from agencies six years ago saying hey we're never going to get our clients to post reviews on your site even though we saw the trends in other industries, right? right. TripAdvisor, mm-hmm. lots of right. other industries, app stores. Um, so,
0: the, so in their head, they ago. thought, like, people review everything, but they're not going to review us.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that was the logic, right? So, um, yeah. So about two and a half years ago, we saw a tipping point in that and pretty much decision makers who are hiring these agencies won't even look at them if they don't have publicly verified reviews. So right. that's where, you know, we kind of, our our um audience skyrocketed Mm
0: -hmm. so then that started occurring and then you started getting the traction and and at some point you were like what else can we do right you were yeah Well, we always
1: knew from day one we wanted to to address the problem at the big brands um and so it was always part of our our vision it was just about how soon could we do it Mm -hmm. you know making sure we were it was a chicken and
0: egg kind of challenge
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we wanted to make sure we were technically robust enough to be, Mm -hmm. you know, to be building enterprise level. um, Right, that you could deliver the vision. And deliver the vision.
0: Yep. So now, um, when the chief marketing officers are, um, they talk a lot about transparency and stuff like that. How does your solution help them?
1: Well, now you can really see inside the landscape of agencies. You can see who's performing well. You can see. Which of the agencies? Um,
0: but like how you say it performing well? How does this show that? Yeah.
1: So, one, you know, you can see which agencies are being actively used by your people, right? Number two, your internal teams are posting reviews about the work they're doing with those agencies, um, and we've really been positioned as almost a marketing hub with some of our bigger um, early clients. So now marketing is coming to our platform whether when they're ready to do anything, when they're ready to create a PO, you know, they're actually coming in and we're hooking in and integrating with some of those other systems in the enterprise and that, that usage and understanding that really helps, helps paint a vision of not only how many agencies are out there, but what are they working on? What parts of the business are are they working on? How are they performing? Are they delivering creative? at the level we, you know, our team members consider, you know, excellent? Mm -hmm. Are they a good value for money, right? We're rating all those types of things as they work with more and more. um,
0: And then who are the people that get to do the reviews? Like which people are kind of um, allowed to review and have an opinion? Because it's one thing, you know, especially in the creative field, everybody's got an opinion. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and just because the finance person doesn't like the creative, doesn't mean it didn't wasn't effective. Right. Yeah.
1: So it's people who have worked with the agency on you know on the different initiatives um, that are invited to post reviews and encouraged to post reviews. Um, it's not to say that somebody in finance can't post a review, but it's really focused on more the people in the marketing and the creative right. space at those brands.
0: Now, when they when the CMO is looking at this and then sees the reviews from the different people, how are they how are they leveraging that information now? Or are they just now saying, Okay, these when it's time to do the review of the agencies, let's get some more outside looks and then that and using agency spotter lets them go and see the reviews of those agencies outside of their brand? And then they can say, Okay, let's add them to the list that we're gonna talk to yeah
1: I mean sometimes you're trying to move fast right and the fastest way is with an agency who's already approved they've already got a contract MSA, all those things right in in order but definitely we also um, for some of our clients we recommend so there's a recommendation engine where we'll recommend outside agencies who aren't part of the roster um, which can be really interesting for them not every company wants to expand the number of agencies on the roster but right. don't
0: they want to prune?
1: They definitely do. And that's where the underperforming agencies kind of come into play, right? If you're getting ranked poorly in different areas or your value for money is too high versus the what you're delivering, right, right then, you know, there's definitely that conversation.
0: Right. So that's the – I mean, transparency sounds good until I'm poorly reviewed. <laughs> that doesn't sound as good.
1: <laughs> well, but, you know, really – there's nothing out there for the agencies to really have a, a calling card at these brands across all the different divisions and business units like what we are providing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're know, you you you're never going to be in front of them as much as we are. Right. right. And so your agency has the opportunity to really shine and grow and win new business um, if you are competitive, if you are delivering great, work
0: but it forces you to do good work or I mean, encourages you the, your, your, <laughs> the benefits are high if yeah. you can deliver good work because now you're seen by more people and kind of seen it with the reviews it's like the restaurant you know right the yeah. one that has more good reviews is going to probably get more traffic
1: yeah i mean that that definitely happens we also see people um explicitly looking for smaller agencies too so it's not i mean if you look at our public platform, for example, we have leveled the playing field for a lot of small and medium-sized agencies that, could, that wouldn't have seen the light of day in, in many places, right? Mm-hmm. The big guys put out so much more content, right. they own SEO and so Right, they suck all categories. the air out of the room. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think the opportunity is similar on the big brand side of the, the, the partner management platform.
0: Now what about in the diversity side if they have if they're charged with saying I want to work with so many women-owned agencies or minority-owned agencies is this a tool that can help them
1: We definitely do that so we track that and we report on that we report on which um what, what part of their roster is um part of holding companies mm-hmm. and, and procurement can now use that in negotiations and things like that so there is a you know it's Traditionally, CMOs and CFOs have had friction, right? And one of the things – one of the cool things about our platform is we're bringing down that level of friction. We're providing bridges between those organizations to provide more meaning and more understanding between them. So, for example, like supply chain management, you're running a, a consumer packaged goods company. Right. You, you, know, you have all these technology platforms that b- help you basically – make sure logistically like the stuff, the supply is going to get there on time. You know, what quality, if you're buying aluminum or some other thing, you know, what quality you're going to get from this specific right. vendor that helps the procurement people decide who to use when and how hard or not hard to press them on the, the contract right. negotiations. There's nothing like that that exists for marketing. right? And that's really what we're providing. We're plugging in more context and some of it is context that people provide and some of it is hard, you know, stats, right? Um, figures and, and you know, whether you are a woman owned agency or not, but the other, you know, that married with the finance and the the procurement tools really paints a broader picture and helps people make better decisions on where to, which agencies to address and which ones, you know to continue to you know work with and, and grow
0: now um, if you're an agency how do you get the most out of agency spotter
1: um, I you know first you know, it's free to be there you can be there for free um, being an active con- contributor to the platform um, is is huge for you as an agency um, you know we we make money on the public pl- side of the platform by agencies upgrading you can be found for up to five ser- service areas, and really put yourself front and center um, in front of those decision makers as they're searching. And um, that's you know that's so. How there's people- a free
0: listing, yeah. and then there's a more enhanced listing yep. that uh, will get you more visibility,
1: much more visibility, and you'll be be able to action the data that we're collecting.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you're the brand, how do you get the most out of it?
1: Being an active Contributor, so posting reviews um, and encouraging others that you know to post reviews of agencies that have helped you or maybe under-delivered, mm-hmm. I think that helps the, the community at large. Um, second, if you're at a big brand and you, you know you have more than 100 agencies that you're trying to manage, uh, I would definitely encourage you to look at partner management um, and come talk to us.
0: So that's what's called partner management is this new initiative? Yes. And then um, on your roadmap, um, what, like why were you part of ATDC? Why was that important to you in the growth of your company?
1: Well, we are reaching a lot of big brands, and we are also um, looking to do our our next financial um, raise.
0: So you, did you start here, or did you start elsewhere and then move to ATDC? We
1: started elsewhere and moved here.
0: And then um, what drew you to ATDC? I think,
1: you know, the people are fantastic. The connections are are amazing. They're helping galvanize the startup community, um, just like ATV does. Um, And so we've we've benefited from that. And even though we are a little bit more mature company and um, we still have a lot of value in terms of the connections and how that helps us. Um, grow the company and, and uh, move things forward faster
0: now is the are the connections more in terms of the technological worth coding and, and that side of it or is it more the relationship to get funding and enterprise clients and that part of it for us
1: it's definitely more about the people um, I think um, you can find great technology and great developers many different places mm-hmm. um, and for our industry and what we're trying to achieve I think the the people and the connections and and in terms of the connections to companies uh, and investors are more important
0: at this stage of your now. um, Have you enjoyed the kind of camaraderie and collaborative field that's here?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we're definitely collaborating with several different uh, companies who are in the uh, marketing and technology kind of space. Um, We're also, uh, we've also uh, used some of the uh, startups that have come out of ATDC as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, about this time of day, isn't there usually popcorn out in the <laughs> lobby? It wasn't <laughs> last are, time. Are we you' officing it? here?
1: We are not. We are not offices <laughs> here. Uh, we're just uh, at the Flatiron Building downtown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. So, um, so you chose not to. Be, you were already past the need for the officing here, or are you?
1: Um, you know, I think it's a decision that each each startup has to make. Um, we're here, we're, you know, a couple of MARTA stops away, right. so it's very easy for us to be, you know, in the mix. Um, but we also, there's a lot of other things going on that, you know, sometimes can be a distraction. Right. Right.
0: Now, um, why downtown?
1: Um, well, great. We have a great... One of the oldest, actually the oldest skyscraper in Atlanta, mm-hmm. it's 11 stories. If you can imagine that right. it's a beautiful building. Um, we love, we love the location with a lot of different big companies located mm-hmm. very, very close to there. It's an easy commute for me,
0: <laughs> for you. It was all about you, you know, right? all about me. <laughs> no.
1: And then also for my team. So we have several people who, you know, commute to work, um, on, you know, public transit and indoor right. and, bike. And that's very easy.
0: And, um, so what 's next for you guys? What do you need more of right now? Just more talent
1: you know I think talent's always always something that we 're going to be looking at um, as we grow next year. probably we'll be hiring uh, quite a bit this year right now we 're closing out um, signing you know closing contracts is, is what we 're focused on right now, and you know introdu- introductions to large brands and you know, just tell your friends about Spotter. We are helping so many businesses. This year we're on track to help 360,000 people find agencies. Um, last year we helped about a quarter of a million. So growing fast on that front and um, the sky's the limit on helping these large global companies as well.
0: So, now do you have stories you could share of an agency, maybe a smaller agency that used Agency Spotter and were able to get hooked up with large brands? That must happen all the time.
1: We do. We also have stories of um, small agencies that uh, win small brand accounts. Not every agency, this is something that I learned, um, not every agency is focused on the big brands right right it 's a very competitive space to be in there 's a lot of agencies who are looking for smaller medium sized brands to get hired by and you know we help agencies pretty much every day of the week there 's an agency winning a deal because they were found on agency spotter um, and you know most agencies who are focused on growth with us are winning one two three new clients a year and that more than pays for our services.
0: Mm -hmm. And if an agency wanted to learn more or a brand wanted to learn more, what's the best way to find you guys?
1: AgencySpotter.com. You can find us on Twitter at AgencySpotter. And feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Brian Roginczyk.
0: Good stuff, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone and We will see you all next time on ATDC Radio.